Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We had this guy on last week. He was so good. He gave us a tease. He gave us Arizona State. He was nailing NFL plays. He nailed the Niners on Sunday night. I wish I would have listened to him on that. But he's backed by popular demand. He made the trek down to Florida. He's in Chicago. He's in Vegas. You never, never know where you're going to find this guy. Sam Panayanovich from the Chicken Dinner Podcast. Mr. Chicago. Going to help us break down the NFL and the college cards. Sammy, my boy. Happy Thanksgiving. How are you? Happy Thanksgiving, JJ. Good to be here. Dude, it is 80 degrees in Florida the entire week. It, it feels like spring break in November. It's weird being from Chicago. It's like 20, 30 degrees usually here on Chicago this time. I could get used to this Thanksgiving down in Florida. No, oh, I totally get that. Bring out the golf clubs, play an early round, and then settle in for dinner and a ton of football throughout the course of this weekend. It's been nice here in New York. I mean, I ain't going to complain. 50-something degrees outside. But, yes, we all could use a little Florida weather in our lives. All right, my friend. Let's get to the Thanksgiving strategy because I think for many of us, we're going to be tantalized, right? You have three games, standalone windows. In general, do you get the sense that a lot of these lines on Thanksgiving may be a little sharper than they are for just a normal run-of-the-mill football Sunday, or you don't buy that one bit? I think it fluctuates from year to year, and it depends on who the underdogs are, right? I mean, we know in the NFL, most of the wise guys are looking to take points. I don't think they're taking the Lions. I don't think they're taking the Falcons on this Thanksgiving Thursday. So there are some sharp moves, but uh, initially, the, the biggest move so far in the market is on this first game, which would be a 12-30 kick on the East Coast. That's the Bears and the Lions. And I put my, I felt like McConaughey in two for the money. I'm making Sunday's picks on Tuesday. Right? I love like, it. <laughs> hey, listen, Sam, we got to do it, man. I mean, it's Wednesday. It's our last overnight show before the holiday. So, yeah, we kind of got to all go John Anthony on the audience and lock in these picks Tuesday. We got to show that confidence, bro. Well, here's why. Here's why. You have to bet your team at the best price. And what I do early in the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I'm trying to talk to as many people they cover as many teams as I like. If I like a game, I'm going to Chicago and I'm going to Detroit, and I'm trying to figure out who's playing, who's not playing. I, I've heard 90% chance Jeff Driscoll does not play for the Lions. Now, going from Jeff Driscoll to David Blau, that's probably going to be the drop-off there, the third-string quarterback out of Purdue. It's probably going to start for the Lions here. That It doesn't sound like it's a big drop, but, but look, already at the market today, I woke up this morning, Tuesday, and and bet minus two and a half on the Bears. Two hours later, it's three. I'm looking at the Westgate's got three and a half. Circa's got three and a half. Once they rule Jeff Driscoll out, and it will happen, this line is going to probably move to four, four and a half, and your public square books are going to move to five. So if you like the Bears, there is absolutely no point, you know, after this interview or during this interview, log in and bet Chicago. I, I see minus threes right now. William Hill minus three. I see some offshore minus three, minus 115. Why would you wait until kickoff and lay four and a half or five when you could lay three right now? It makes no sense. It's like when, when, you got two gas stations in New York. One of them, you know, a gallon of gas is, I, I don't know, say it's 
290, the other one's 305. Which one are you going to buy? You're That's not- a no-brainer. <laughs> You're going to the cheaper gas station, and you just made my life a heck of a lot easier because – That's probably the direction I'm headed in for that first game. So, yeah, if you like the Bears and you're listening to this show, you want to get on that price as soon as possible. Great piece of advice there, Sam. Now let's get to the second game. Buffalo and Dallas. I had the Cowboys last week. I think you had the Cowboys last week. We had to sweat it out there on that final possession of the game. And Jason Garrett's a dope and made some mistakes. But nonetheless, the Cowboys covered a number. I know Buffalo's played well. I know Buffalo's probably on their way to the playoffs. They have not beaten basically a winning team, it feels like, all year. To me, Buffalo has been beating up on bad teams. I think this is a get-right spot for the Cowboys. How do you analyze Buffalo-Dallas basically anywhere from 6.5 to 7 points? I, you know, I sort of leaned to the move already. This thing, when it opened up last week, it opened up Dallas minus 8, and that went right away, went on to 7. This market this week opened up 7. And now we're at six and a half. So if I could still get a seven on the Bills, I'd probably be inclined here. Uh, I'm not laying points with Jason Garrett. I, I just think that guy is such an idiot. I mean, that field goal on Sunday, JJ, that fourth quarter field like it was. Why would you kick a field goal there? I just can't. I can't bet on bad coaches. So I know we did that teaser last week. We kind of on the fly found two NFL teams to tease up. If I had to bet this game, I'm taking Buffalo from the six and a half, going through the seven, going through the ten. I'm going from six and a half to twelve and a half. That's how I'm betting this game. I, I wouldn't take six and a half. If I miss seven, I'm out with the dog. I'm also not laying points with Jason Garrett. It's just that simple for me. But I would, I would feel very confident about taking that Buffalo defense. Plus about 12, 12 and a half points. So there you go. That might be a potential tease candidate right there. We'll get to that a little bit later. Then you have the late game at night after everybody's induced in their food coma and you're sitting there and you're watching the Saints and the Falcons. We know what happened a couple weeks ago, Sam. Atlanta went into the Superdome and beat them. That's why I think New Orleans is going to be ready to go in this game. I know it's a little bit of a square play, give or take. I don't care. To me, New Orleans is winning this game. The question is how much are they going to win this game by? Would you feel comfortable laying six and a half with New Orleans? I'm not taking six and a half with the Falcons. No chance, not with Dan Quinn. And, and I'll tell you this right now, too. This will be one of those games. We talk about Chicago going up. There aren't that many six and a halfs available. There are a couple. I mean, it's mostly seven pretty much everywhere. But this will be the game. Like, say the Cowboys and the Bears both cover. And, and, and let's remember, going back to 2005, NFL favorites against the spread are like 73%. It, it's insane. Last year, favorites went 3-0. and so if both favorites cover, Chicago and Dallas both cover, this New Orleans line could close at 8. It could close at 9 because all these sports books are going to have liability on all the parlays and the money line. Like, how many guys on Thanksgiving go to parlay? Oh, I like the Bears, I like the Cowboys, and I like the Saints on the money line, right? Like, they're all going to bet the Saints. They're all going to bet them on the money line. And this is also that game when your Uncle Leo, after about three doers, says, oh, you know, I like Drew Brees against the – you know, everybody's going to bet the Saints game. So there is no reason to wait until Thursday night to bet this. If you have a six and a half, go fire it right now. And if you like the Falcons, conversely speaking, wait it out. You could get eight, maybe nine. Sammy, you're cracking me up because I believe that's going to be a conversation amongst a good amount of households in the tri-state area. Do we want to triple the meat and go for the New Orleans Saints and make it a three-for-three on the parlay? So you got me cracking up on that one. We got Sam Petianovich. Check him out. Chicken Dinner Podcast, Chicago, Vegas, here, there, and everywhere. Okay, Sam, let's get to the two New York locals. 
Jets first. They've won three straight games. They won outright. They had their best win of the year against the Oakland Raiders. Do you get the sense the Jets could be in for a little bit of a letdown? Andy Dalton back for the Bengals. I know they're winless. I know they're awful. But their last two games have been competitive against the Steelers and against the Oakland Raiders. You buying the idea that Cincinnati could be a live dog? No, I'd rather drink bleach than watch or bet this game. But since you asked it, I guess we have to go here. I mean, who had a bigger win last week than the Jets? I mean, and everybody, it was funny. Everybody was on the Raiders last week. Nobody was on the Jets. Now everybody's on the Jets and nobody's on the Bengals, who got throttled last week, uh, of course, because they get throttled every week. Um, But it, it is what it is. I mean, this game, like the total in this game is 41. And when I do my, my touchdown math, all right, you know, 21 to 20, that's 41. I, I think this game is in the teens, man. Like, this game could be like 18 to 15, like some weird Jet, Bill, Bronco, Bengals score. You know, like the Jaguars, Titans. Like when they, they the first to 20 is going to win this game. So um, not in a rush to lay three and a half with Adam Gase. Uh, definitely not going to bet the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton. I know he's back, so that number now three and a half. Uh, but total would be where I'd be looking here, and I would definitely uh, find a hard path to go over 41. I'd, I'd look at the under in this one. Okay, Sammy, you got the Giants who are a total dumpster fire. You saw them against the Chicago Bears. They have now lost seven consecutive games, and in comes Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers after that humiliating defeat against the 49ers. Serious problems with the Packers, or is this all the makings of a get-right spot with the Packers favored by six and a half? Oh, man, this is this is like that cheese for the mouse, right? Like, if you're looking at this board and you, you look at it, you go, wow, Green Bay's only minus six and a half. They only got to win by seven. And then I text my buddy John Murray at the Westgate and go, hey, Johnny, what's the ticket count on this game? He said, well, for every 20 tickets on the Packers, we got one on the Giants. <laughs> so, so nobody... Nobody is betting the Giants in this game. And I actually, I went to that game on Sunday in Chicago. I went to Giants and Bears, and that, that game sucked, bro. It was awful. I mean, it was, it was, it was Daniel Jones and Mitchell Trubisky spiking footballs Go get five it, yards baby. short. Go get it. Oh, it, it was just, it was, it was an awful football game. Um, but I, I can't, in the NFL, when it looks that easy, it, Green Bay's going to, they'll be up 10 with a minute to go. Just like last week, right? Daniel Jones, backdoor touchdown, back of the end zone on fourth and 13 or whatever. This is that strange game. It's it's a central team going out, going to play on the East Coast, early kick, 1 o'clock. This is just one of those weird spots. And if everybody's betting the Packers, I'm not betting the Packers. I'm staying away. Uh, but I think the Giants are going to they're gonna hang around for a little bit. You just need Daniel Jones to not make mistakes late in that fourth quarter, and that's what you're really betting on. Sam, hands down, game of the week, the 10-1 Niners against the 9-2 Baltimore Ravens. Line open to four and a half. It's now up to six after the brilliant performance from Lamar Jackson. I mean, I'm going to have a hard time fading either one of these teams. The Niners have been incredible with their defense, but going against Lamar Jackson right now is a losing proposition. Is this line six points because of that West Coast to East Coast element, or did this line get jacked up due to the fact that the Ravens were just so damn good and it's that, like, recency bias from what we saw on Monday night. Option number two, them going in and throb, throbbing the uh, L.A. Rams, just, just crushing them. And Lamar Jackson pretty much solidifying one number or one A for the MVP. That's what this is. It's an overreaction to a blowout on national television. 
Uh, if I were to ask you what's the Ravens' record against the spread, you'd probably think, oh, I don't know. They played 11 games, but they eight three. They're only six and five against the spread. So they haven't really made you that much money. But the problem that I have with fading the Ravens here is that they're just hot. And there have been two quarterbacks that come to mind, and I've done this in the past, and I call this on, on the podcast, I call it the personal mission. When you go against a quarterback because you say to yourself, there's no way this guy can cover three in a row or four in a row. If it was Dak Prescott in his rookie year, the guy was 13-3 and three against the frigging spread. I bet against Dak Prescott eight weeks in a row he covered every single time. So I've learned my, I've learned my lesson with fading the hot hand just because we believe in natural regression. When a team is rolling and they're doing stuff unlike any other team, and that's really what the Ravens are doing. Greg Roman has really revolutionized what Baltimore has done with the football in their hands. They're, they're doing stuff that no other team could do because they have the electric quarterback, Lamar Jackson. There's no way I'm fading that guy. And I think we're going to have a lot of points because the Ravens defense, man, they're not great. I mean, this is not Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, you know, Terrell Suggs. This is, this is not that team. This is an explosive team that gives up yards, gives up points. Uh, looking at the total here, open, I think, 45 uh, and now it's up to 46, 46 and a half. So I, I may be the over here because I think we'll have some fireworks, but I'm not fading Lamar Jackson just to be the cool kid in the room. There's no way I'm fading the hot hand. Let's get to the college slate. And I wonder, Sam, who's the more live underdog? Michigan at home against Ohio State, Auburn at home against Alabama. Oh, that's a great question. Um, this is actually going to sound bad because I actually have one of my four picks on Alabama. I think Auburn is more live than Michigan is, but I still like Alabama. And here's why. For me, it's this simple. It's Nick Saban in a, in a must-win game for them against a freshman quarterback that has been very inefficient and at times very inaccurate. Bo Nix has to beat Nick Saban. Say that out loud three times. Can Bo Nix beat Nick Saban? Like, there's no way I'm going to bet against Alabama here. And I get that, look, it might be the square side. That's fine. I get it because we're going to look at this ticket count and it'll be of every 10 bets, there'll be seven or eight on Alabama. I get that Auburn has a good defense. They're at home. And they can probably put some points up against an Alabama defense that is not as good as they've been in the last decade. But this is still an Alabama offense that has five guys at the playmaker spots that are going to be in the NFL maybe next year. So Mac Jones, is he Tua? No. But two things come out of that. One, it makes the line three and a half and not eight, right? And two, all he's got to do is get the ball to one of those guys behind one of the tackles that kicks out, make a block, make a man miss, and Alabama's down the field for a 70-yard touchdown. And if Alabama goes up like 14-3 to three or 14-7, to seven, they're going to just blow the doors off Auburn. Auburn has to get ahead in this game early, seven nothing, ten nothing, and kind of ride that out. I don't think that I don't think that Alabama is going to get shut down here. I think they're going to be aggressive early, and they're going to make some big plays down the field. Auburn, to me, they haven't beaten that many good teams. They have a good record, a good defense, but it's Nick Saban and Bo Nix, and to me, it's that simple. Last week, Sammy, we were all over Arizona State. Herm Edwards getting points against one of those teams that was in the college football playoff rankings. Now you can forget about the Oregon Ducks. Who is the team this week that we should be looking at that's in that underdog spot that has a chance to play spoiler? You're not in on Auburn. Seems like you're not in on Michigan. Is there maybe another team that I'm missing here that could have a little bit of value? 
Okay, well, I'm not going to give you a team that's trying to play spoiler, but I will give you an underdog. And, and this is a spot that I think is very strong situationally. It is the, the midnight special, as we call it, out here on the East Coast, right? It's the Hawaii game. It's at 1230 in the morning. Hawaii is at home against Army, and Hawaii is laying three points here. The only problem with this game is, to Hawaii, it means absolutely nothing. Because guess what comes up next weekend? It's the Mountain West Championship, and it's Hawaii against Boise State. And that's the game. This game against Army means jack to them. And Army, we know every time Army, Navy, Air Force plays, they play with pride, they play with spirit, they don't quit. This will be one of those games where Army could easily go into the, the island and beat Hawaii. Late game, everybody will look at it and go, oh, man, I've had about six drinks. I like Hawaii, minus two. You know, and it's just it, it's so easy to fire Hawaii at home under three. I think Army's going to pull the very small upset, uh, but I took the three points with the Knights. Sammy, before we get to your best bets, we got to do our impromptu tease that was a winner for everybody last week with Dallas and the New York Giants teasing them up. I'll throw this one at you. How about we tease down the Green Bay Packers to a pick and we tease down, hmm, how about the Carolina Panthers who are minus 10 right now against Washington and maybe we get them at three or three and a half? How do we feel about that? I like that one. I think I like this one a little bit more. And you can play yours and I can play mine. Maybe we can all play. Let's go two uh, for two. Why the hell not? Okay. I'm going to take the Bills up to 12 and a half. I'm going to go from six and a half up to 12 and a half. And I gave you three of my four picks already. The Bears minus a two and a half. I still like it at three. Alabama minus three and a half. Army plus the three. And this is my fourth play. The Steelers plus the two. Uh, I would also tease this one up. Go through the six. Go through the seven. Go through the eight if you want to. Hell, with extra points now, some games land on eight. Take the Steelers, who are now plus two at home with our boy, Duck Hodges. Hey, Mike Tomlin, Freddie Kitchens, who you got in a must-win game, right? I don't care that it's the third-string, fourth-string, eight-string quarterback. It's Freddie Kitchens in an important game. Dude, we were like 10 years old the last time the Browns won a big game. You know, I mean, it's just it's, – I can't bet Cleveland here. Everybody's betting Cleveland because they're fading the quarterback. I like Pittsburgh. Mike Tomlin, one of the better ATS coaches of our lives, and now he's a home dog plus two. I like the plus two, and I'm teasing that up with Buffalo Bills. There you have it, Sammy. So let's circle back one last time. Your best bets for this slate a killer action in the NFL and college football. What would it be? One last time. Bears minus two and a half. Obviously like it minus three. Alabama minus three and a half. Army plus three. And the Steelers plus the two. Have a good Thanksgiving. Good luck. If you win, great. If not, guess what? There's always another game, baby. You ain't kidding. Sammy, appreciate a couple of minutes, man. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your family, all right? You too, bud. There you go. Good stuff there from Sam Petiatovich. Chicken Dinner Podcast, Chicago, Vegas. Here, there, and everywhere. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. <laughs> I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. 
Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.